Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and as always, it's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you tonight. And we are talking um, about overcoming temptation on this broadcast. This is a topic that the Lord brought to me because, let's face it, in everyday life, right, temptations are thrown at they're thrown at us all the time. Things of the world, right? And many people don't understand, they don't even realize that they literally have authority over all the power of the enemy if Jesus is their Lord and Savior. So I see you guys jumping on. So welcome, welcome. I just have a habit of just diving right in because I just, I have stuff to cover with you and I never want to make you wait. So Something that I thought about today, and this was so powerful in overcoming temptation. Think about this. Matthew 4.1 says that Jesus was led by the Spirit. What Spirit? The Holy Spirit. Jesus was led by the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Oh my goodness. You know, and... The Spirit, the Holy Spirit led him there. Why? And, and if you think about it, what happened right after he came out of the wilderness? Okay, Luke 4.14 says, Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. So think about this. The, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil, right? Jesus was hungry. He fasted 40 days, 40 nights, and the devil came to him. You know, if you're the son of God, throw yourself down. If you're the son of God, turn this bread into stone, you know, turn the stone into bread. And Jesus at every turn said, no, no, it is written, it is written. And the third time when the devil came to him, right? If you bow down before me, I'll give you, you know, all everything of the world, right? All these kingdoms. And Jesus said, Jesus said, get out of here, Satan. Mm. Jesus defeated him with the word, but Jesus had to speak. If Jesus never said anything, the devil never would have went away, right? So this is, this is so, so powerful. So literally resisting the devil makes you strong. It, 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 it makes you strong and it makes the devil leave, right? Huh. I love that. And then, of course, after Jesus came out in power and, you know, in, in the power of the Spirit, that's when he began to preach, to teach, to heal. He was in the synagogues. That's when he read the scripture, you know, about how God anointed him to, um, to, to free the captives and to open the blind eyes. And then he sat down and they were all shocked right? So praise God. Then Jesus began to preach and teach and heal. And James 4, 7, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You know, so many people that you talk to, believers, they're saying the devil's attacking me. The devil's attacking me. I know I have authority, but the devil's attacking me. And I don't know why. And I don't know why he doesn't leave. And you know, because you have not exercised the authority that Jesus has given you. If Jesus is your Lord, okay, and I'm, I'm talking to you and I'm teaching you as if Jesus is already your Lord. And if he isn't, then we're going to, you know, I'm going to help you with that 
at the end of the broadcast because you don't want to get off this broadcast without making Jesus your Lord and Savior. Because when the enemy shows up, when the devil rears his ugly head, how are you going to fight? You're not going to know how to fight, right? And that is something that I am so passionate about. So James 4, 7, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Okay, but break it down. What does the word submit even mean? It means to accept, right, or yield to a superior force or someone else's authority. You're yielding to Jesus's authority, right? Jesus in you, Christ in you, glory to God. So to submit means that you are, you submit, you're yielding, you're accepting the authority and the superiority of God, okay? You're gonna, you're, you, okay. And then to resist means to oppose, to combat, to fight against someone who is attacking you. So you submit yourself to God. And when you submit yourself to God, to that higher authority, you are going to say no to the enemy. But first, you may have to make the decision. This temptation comes and you're like, wow, hmm, I'd like to. But deep down, right, if Christ is your Lord and Savior, trust me, the Holy Spirit, well, the Holy Spirit is in you. You've received the gift of the Holy Spirit. You've been sealed with the Holy Spirit. So if you don't, you know, renew your mind with the word of God by reading and understanding and asking the Holy Spirit to show you, then your mind and your spirit are always going to be in conflict. Your mind is saying, wow, I see that. I want that. I, I, I want that. Meanwhile, the Holy Spirit in you is going, no, you don't want that. And he's never like, you know, pressure. It's just like, no. And that's where the, I know, you know, I know I shouldn't, but I want to. I know I shouldn't pay attention to the I shoulds and the I shouldn'ts. I say this a lot because that's where, you know, the Holy Spirit is in you to teach you, to guide you, to show you so you don't fall into the traps of the enemy. And The more you resist, right? The more you submit, first of all, the more you yield to God's authority and you submit yourself to God, the stronger, you know, when you submit to God, okay, I need to backtrack. When you submit yourself to God, you are literally making a decision to say no to the enemy. But then you can't say, okay, I'm going to submit to God. But then you don't take action. You have to speak and say no to the enemy and no to doing that thing that you think you want to do, but really would not be good for you. So resisting. So now you know what it means to submit to God and to resist the devil. Resisting. And I want to give you the dictionary meanings of resist. It means to oppose combat, fight against someone who's attacking you, to refuse to accept, to be changed by something, right? So if the enemy's coming to you and he's showing you something and you're saying no, You refuse to be changed by that thought or, you know, what you think might be, you know, on the other side of that thing. It's not going to be good for you. Okay, another uh, meaning of resisting, to stop yourself from doing something you want to do. You are stopping yourself from doing something you want to do. And you know what? This is what it means to walk in the spirit Do you know the scripture, walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. How do you walk in the spirit? You make a decision to submit yourself to God 
at all times. Submit yourself to God. And listen, this takes practice. You've got to practice training yourself to be a good soldier in God's army. Listen, you are God's son. You are God's daughter if Jesus is your Lord, right? But you still have to train yourself against the attacks of the enemy. They're going to come. You have to know how to fight. And, you know, Jesus has given you authority, right, over all the power of the enemy. That's Luke 10, 19. But even before I go there, one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is self-control. Self-control. And that's in Galatians 5, where, where the word talks about the fruit of the Spirit, okay? Now, the fruit of this, what is the fruit of the Spirit, first of all? You hear the term, the fruit of the Spirit is this. You know, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, um, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. But what does it mean, the fruit of the Spirit? Simply put, it just means what the Holy Spirit produces in a person. It's what the Holy Spirit produces in you. And, and what he produces, it's the result, is called the fruit of the Spirit. Okay? So that's in Galatians 5, and you can read that. But the fruit of the Spirit is, and I'll say it again, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Right? So we were just talking about self-control. When you a temptation comes at you, remember right away, whose authority are you going to yield to? God's or the devil's, right? Even yours, if it's something that you want to do that you, that inside you're saying, I really shouldn't, and you decide to do it anyway, how many of you, and you can comment, how many of you, because I know I've done this so many times where I was like, I know I shouldn't, but I really want to. You know what? I'm going to. And then I'm always later like, oh, there's a consequence. You know, literally for every action that goes against your better judgment, there's always a consequence, right? There's always something that you wish you didn't, right? So, all right. So we talked about the fruit of the spirit. If Jesus is your Lord, remember you are sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's Galatians 4, 6, where Jesus, I'm sorry, God sent the spirit of his son. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus. God sent the spirit of his son to live in you, whereby we cry out, Abba, Father. Now, because when you have been, you know, sealed with the Holy Spirit, when you've asked Jesus to come in and to your heart and be your Lord and Savior, and God sends the Holy Spirit in you, into your spirit, your spirit and God's spirit now becomes one, according to 1 Corinthians 6.17. It says, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. So you and the Lord, you know, become one. Now you have that Holy Spirit, the spirit of Jesus in you. That's Christ in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory working through you. And that's how you can manifest God's here on the earth, right? And even do the works of Jesus. Praise God. Luke 10, 19. If Jesus Christ is your Lord, you've been given. He gave you. He said, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing. No thing spells nothing and nothing shall by any means harm you, right? When you use the authority that he's given you. If you don't, 
then yes, things can harm you. It's, you know, so we've got to know it. So how do you exercise the authority that Jesus gave you? How did Jesus do it? He spoke and he believed. He knew. He meant what he said. Jesus never said anything he didn't mean. We need to get into the habit of doing that as well. And, you know, I know for me personally, I'm so literal and I just am. And that and I and sometimes I feel bad because if somebody tells me a joke, like I don't always like laugh and sometimes I don't always get it. And I think it's just because I'm so literal. Like I I just I'm someone that just pretty much says what they mean, means what they say. And sometimes I don't know if any of you are like that as well, but and then they start laughing and and then and then they might say to me, Oh, I guess you didn't think it was funny and I'm like, you know, I just and then I'll be like, Oh, hi, you know, yeah, yeah, it was funny. But I feel terrible because I just, I don't know. Anyway, is anybody else like that or is it just me? <laughs> I laugh at myself. You got to laugh at yourself. You have to, right? So in any event, talking about how Jesus gave you authority over all the power of the enemy. So how do you use that authority? How did Jesus use it? He spoke and he meant it. He meant every word he said. We need to train ourselves. You need to train yourself to believe every word you say. I'm telling you, and it, it takes practice because if you are someone that jokes a lot, just be careful because, you know, you could be, well, you are pretty much, if, you if you're someone who jokes all the time, you're training your spirit to not believe the things you say. And you wanna be in a place where you can speak and mean it and believe the things that you say because that is what puts that when you speak right there's a vibration i'm kind of going you know in a well it's the truth speaking sounds we we know this even from science that sounds create motion vibration right so every sound has um, a frequency and so how do you exercise that authority when you speak you're releasing a sound. And when you believe the words that you're speaking, my friend, I am telling you, you are putting something in motion. And so you want to make sure that what you're putting in motion is something that you want to see. You don't want to be coming into agreement with the enemy. I'm telling you, this is so important. And that's, you know, another message. But someone just said, speak the word without doubt and it shall be done once you speak it. Right, Monica, because it's in motion. Think about like um, like a like a vortex, or I don't know if that's the right word, but like a spinning top, like a Once you speak and you believe, or you say no to the enemy, no, you will not. Guess what? You you meant it. It you literally have just put that in motion. Whatever that is has to stop. So if you curse the root and the seed of whatever sickness is going on, remember the lesson is in the fig tree. And you know I'm not mad at you. I'm not yelling at you guys. I'm just so passionate about this. And those of you who have been watching my videos for someone said, good word, say what you want. Yes, that's right. But obviously speak according to God's word, you know, but if, listen, if, if disease shows up or sickness shows up, Listen, you have authority. 
You have authority. How do I know this? Because Jesus said it. Go, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils, right? Freely you've received because Jesus freely gave this to you. So freely give it to yourself, give it to others. Don't allow. He's given you the power to bind and to loose. That's another thing, right? Matthew 16, 19, he said, I give you the keys, the keys to the kingdom, right? You have the power to bind whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you allow, whatever you permit, whatever you permit will be permitted. I mean, wow. I remember, you know, even just getting like a sty in my eye, right? And I remember I let it go for like a few hours. The sucker was hurting, right? And I was like, ah, oh. and it like got all red and like big bump and all this. I went in my bathroom, in the mirror, and I was like, oh, no, no, no. And, you know, I think I washed my hands, maybe, you know, get whatever bacteria off, but I don't even know if I did. But I put my hand, my finger right on it, and I said, in the name of Jesus, I just said, I curse the seed and the root of this this bump, this sty, whatever it is, this bad bacteria, and I command it to die now in Jesus' name. And I, And then I just said, I speak wholeness, health, to this eye, you will, you are perfect and you are being made whole and you're healed right now. You're being made perfect in Jesus name. And I said, and that's it. So be it. And it's done. And I walked away and I was like, I'm not even going to pay attention to this anymore or think about it. I'm going about my business. I'm telling you within a few hours, that thing was like practically nothing. And the next day it was completely gone. So you have to know the lesson is in the fig tree. And I, I say this a lot. But once you release that sound and you mean it, it is. It's in motion. So if you don't see it right away, what I mean by the lesson is in the fig tree is it's got to hit the root of the thing first. And then you will see it springing up. So if it takes a little bit of time, don't think you didn't get your manifestation. It's in motion. And the only thing that can stop it is your agreement with something else. If you've been speaking sickness, if you've been speaking, you know, or maybe you haven't had the faith for whatever it is that you'd like to see, or you've caught yourself speaking words in agreement with not healing, right? What you want to do is just, Lord, I repent. I'm telling you, this is what you do. Say, Lord, I repent. I'm sorry for having come into agreement with anything that is not in agreement with you instantly. I'm telling you right now, the minute you repent legally, um, you've just freed yourself from the enemy's grip, but you can't stop there. Now you declare what it is and you say, Lord, I thank you that by your stripes I am healed. And right now in the name of Jesus, I curse the seed and the root of this disease, of this tumor of whatever it is, and I command it to die at the root now in Jesus' name. And if there's more than one, all of them, I curse it at the root and I command everyone to die in Jesus' name right now. Don't stop there and say, and I thank you, Lord, and I, and I, just, and I, I just say right now, and I, I just command my body to be made whole. Every cell of my body is healthy it's, it's being made whole even right now in this moment. And I thank you right now, Lord, that your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. I thank you, Lord, you've given me the power to bind and to loose. 
You know what you do to make it easy on yourself? Yes, you can do exactly what I've just done, but make sure if you haven't yet, go to, uh, you can go to my website um, and I'll have this up on YouTube soon too. I've had the video up, but I'm going to have the, the, the link where you can just download but go to my website, lisaboldo.com, just scroll down just a tad and make sure that you download, put your name and your email in the box and download. You'll get immediately in a few minutes, the seven scriptures to stand for healing, but it will also come with a video, how to pray with authority that will show you exactly how to do what I was just doing and, and showing you this. And I'm telling you, it's so powerful. And so I just want to see what else I have here. You know, here's the thing. To live victoriously, you're going to have to train yourself. Read Ephesians 6 about putting on the whole armor of God. You know, I mean, this is important because like, and every time I think of the, the, the armor of God, right? I always think Ephesians 6.16 about taking up your shield of faith because your shield of faith, remember, when you... Read the word of God and you decide, I believe this. And then you speak. Remember, you're releasing that sound. <coughs> Excuse me. One second. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm. So as you're releasing your, that sound, you speak, you believe it, and you mean it. That's your faith in motion. Faith is the currency of the kingdom. Faith is what's going to put, you know, remember your faith pulls like gravity. Faith and how you put faith into motion, you believe and you speak. When you read the word, you're like, you know, just, just get it in you. Lord, help me to believe everything that I am reading and help me Holy Spirit to understand because I trust you and I believe you. And remember, if any of you are struggling with peace, maybe you're feeling, you know, anxiety, fear around something. This just the Lord's bringing this to me right now. It's because your mind is not stayed, is, is not, your, your, your mind is not fixed on the Lord, trusting him. You're actually putting your trust in a lie, in the enemies, you know, what the enemy's feeding you. You have to make a decision. Absolutely not. You're not going to do that. So how do you turn from that? You shift by saying, Lord, Lord, get alone with God, right? You know, just wherever you are, you can say, Lord, I am sorry that I came into agreement with anything that is not of you. And I break the power of darkness of anything right now that is not in agreement with you. I break it off of my life right now in Jesus name, in your name, Lord. And I thank you right now. And, but remember, don't stop there. Just say, Lord, I am deciding and I'm making a decision to trust you. Help me to keep my eyes, my mind stayed on you. Trust me, if you, and that's Isaiah 26, 3. That's, you know, in the Old Testament where um, it says that when you keep your mind stayed or fixed on the Lord, he will keep you in perfect peace. I'm paraphrasing, right? He will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed or fixed on him. Why? Because you trust him. That's the, the scripture. It says at the end, because you trust him, right? So if you want to stay in peace, then you have to keep your mind on the word of God, not on being in agreement with the enemy. Because anytime that we feel fear, 
anxiety. It could be because we're looking at something that the world is throwing us, right? We got our mind off of the word and what God says. Take a step back and reevaluate. And that's what you have to do. Somebody said, get rid of stinking thinking. Exactly. And how you get rid of it, Lord, I'm sorry that I came into agreement with that. With, you know, whatever that was. I break the power off of, I break the power of it off of my life right now in Jesus' name. Guess what? That's using the authority that Jesus has given you. Right? You have been given authority over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means use it, uh, hurt you when you use it. Okay, so you know what? If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, I want to help you do that right now. And just repeat after me. Mean it with your whole heart. God knows if you mean it, right? And just, just say, Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you that you raised Jesus from the dead. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. And I know that you died for me. I know that God the Father raised you on the third day. You are alive now and you live forever. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Save me. Teach me your ways and help me to be on fire for you. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Welcome to the family of God. Like that quick. If you meant it, now God... It's, it's, this is what it means to be born from above, born again, right? Now God has sent the spirit of his son into your spirit. Your spirit is instantly recreated. You and the Lord are one. But now, where is it? Oh my gosh. Oh, my Bible right here on my table. I'm like, where is it? Got that iPad, the computer. Get into the word. Get yourself an easy to read Bible. Like I said, I love the New Living Translation. Um, I use it all the time. Of course, I do have several versions, the Amplified. I have the Complete Jewish Bible. I have I have all kinds of Bibles, the ESV. I have uh, the King James, the New King James. I've got a bunch of them, but I, I will say that the one I probably use the most is the New Living Translation just because it's simple. And when I teach from it, it's very easy to understand. So anyway, I pray that this has blessed you tonight. If it has, make sure that you share this on your social media. Share it with others. It's going to bless them too. And let me know what you took away from this tonight. And let me know what else you want to know about. And I will see you again really soon. God bless you. And I'll talk to you soon. Good night.